0: all right, We're back, fierce marriage listeners. Yes. Let me just tell you this adding a new human to the home is a huge change. It's In great. fact, we've added a new human to the podcast. <laughs> you can't see her if you're watching this, nor can you see her if you're listening to this. <laughs> She's off, off camera right now. Sure However, <laughs> our newest addition, our fourth daughter, <laughs> mm-hmm. may be making a cameo appearance here on the fierce marriage podcast. We have to let fate decide. (laughs) You'll soon see. But today we're talking about this singular topic, and I think it's going to be helpful for us as we reprocess this in real time. Mm -hmm. Uh, But how do we stay connected as a couple? How do we keep our marriage Mm -hmm. strong after having a baby? Because, like I said, adding a new human to the home is a huge change. Well,
1: and we've done this. This is our fourth time, and it still is a challenge. still a challenge. We still have to work through through it.
0: Because your other kids are still around (laughs) and they're adding more, you know, (laughs) to the equation. And physically
1: you are dealing with, you know, your body, however you delivered your child. You're still healing in ways. So how do you, how do you keep that uh, sex drive?
0: Well, I mean, mean, it's all about the sex with this one. (laughs) I'm talking about emotional connection. Four kids. Come on. That's all I got to (laughs) say. All right. Well, anyway, we're going to talk about that on the other side. (laughs) Oh, Selena, it's good to be back. Good it to was, be back. you know, we only missed one week, as far as the, the listeners were concerned. It's true, uh, but we took like three weeks off.
1: Well, and the one week we missed was because our baby was in the hospital, which you can check out what happened on the socials or go to Fierce Parenting Podcast. After
0: uh, the after we brought her home, she had to go back into the hospital. She had
1: to go back in the hospital, the Children's Hospital. Yeah,
0: yeah, and so yeah, check out the Fierce Parenting Podcast if you want to hear that story. There. If you're a birth story person, it's you, over there you know too, that's for you. We bit. shared that. Tra- and a we also bit, shared yeah. a little bit. We also shared other tangible things on yes, the parenting side. On
1: the parenting side.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So this is a. <laughs> as a young parent, uh, this would have been very helpful to me when we had our first daughter. <laughs> yes. Because it was. I felt like we were drinking from a fire hose. Poorly.
1: <laughs> Can <laughs> you, you know? drink from a fire yeah, hose?
0: Like, you, you can't really. You just get nicely. knocked on your on your tail end, and you get thrown backward that's what it felt like i remember that the hormone thing and how that like we never i think experienced a level of stress that we did like the second day being home with with with, first. with della yeah mm-hmm. and that was intense and yeah. i i remember feeling so blindsided by that um and so maybe this maybe that's you maybe you're headed into that season you can...
1: sorry you hear her she's here
0: we haven't actually introduced her do you want to do you sure. want to grab her we can we haven't even said her name We said her name on the parenting side, which we already recorded. So, Selena's going to grab the baby here. This is our newest daughter. The Lord has seen fit to give us four wonderful daughters. This is Sunny Alethea Bess. Oh, hi. (laughs) Hi. That's a bright light, isn't it? She's very
1: bright and sweet. She's very bright and sweet. She's going on three weeks old. Yeah. And yeah. This is our life.
0: This is the marriage podcast. Fierce, mar- fierce marriage. Po- We're the fierce this family. All right. This is what happens when you, when you for... do podcast. Yeah. <laughs> this is where kissing leads. Everyone. <laughs> I kissed this girl, and boom, babies. Babies. After marriage, of course. <laughs> after marriage. Um, so let's talk about this. Uh, if you are headed into a season of your first baby is about to come, or you, 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 you by pregnant, God's grace, yeah. you're pregnant, or you hope to be pregnant, or maybe you've had children already and you're having hoping to have more or you're pregnant with additional children and you're just wanting to be refreshed in this let's talk about how to tangibly stay connected mm-hmm. after you've had a baby okay so let's talk through the risks first what are the risks selena like what what the risks of having a child and the risks to your marriage of adding a child to to your family sure um granted we're gonna talk about this but children are a blessing mm-hmm but there are uh there there there's it's a bit of a minefield mm. getting home with the baby for the first time, so the yeah. first one you this is the biggest one is just disconnection
1: yeah yeah absolutely
0: so in what ways do you think disconnection nice
1: <laughs> <open> here <laughs> um disconnection, I think, gosh, I mean, it was just such a, it was such a blur having our our first child at home because my body had gone through something it had never gone through before. And then you have the hormones and all the things. And so, and we knew each other. I mean, we'd been married 10 years?
0: At Our first baby? Our first baby. Yeah. yeah,
1: We'd been married for a while and we're, you know, best friends and felt like we could finish each other's sentences. But then you throw a, a newborn in the mix and you're like... Why can you not understand the words that I am saying right now or the needs that I have? Like, it was just, it's just such a minefield when you are working through being tired and having a baby and eating and all the things, just the necessary basics of life.
0: So, disconnection emotionally, disconnection, of course, sexually. uh, Yeah, physically. Physically speaking, I mean, there's just no way around it. There's, there is, you cannot just go back to business as usual. (laughs) Um and that's, oh, that's that that takes okay processing in together Absolutely. and not and not so there's a way to do that that I think is more beneficial than other ways mm-hmm. to process through those six weeks postpartum. Um, that's the right term, right? Postpartum. Postpartum. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a vernacular here. I got to make sure that I'm, not, I'm <laughs> using it right. Okay. Another risk. Okay. There's a drought. A spiritual drought. Yes. Because. It, when you got a new baby. You don't want to ex- expose the baby to crowds, so maybe you won't take the baby to church, which means you might not go to church at all. You know, now you can do it online. Of course, you can do it online, or you might just feel like you're not getting any sleep, so then your devotional time is suffering. You're not in the Word. You've fallen out of your rhythms because you're at the hospital for three days. Uh, there's all maybe your prayer life is is you know relaxing, um, and so there's a, a risk of having a drought spiritually, and yeah. not only a drought spiritually as an individual, but as a married couple. Right. You know, you, you stop kind of uh centering your universe on christ and it's really easy to begin to live on our own strength
1: yes yes in those moments and it won't last long that strength let me tell you especially with a new baby so there's a lot of potential for times of being in the desert uh on every level Mm -hmm.
0: so disconnection drought and then sin okay so another risk Mm -hmm. would be just flat out just sin okay as a result of the change again we talked about the sexual thing which we'll talk about more here but if you're a husband and you are now okay my wife's unavailable to me for amazing reasons but Mm -hmm. i no longer have i'll say access to my wife in this way
1: for a temporary and that's yeah yeah, and
0: and we've talked or whatever well now i'm you know feeling all sorts of (laughs) pent up (laughs) angst yeah i will say angst (laughs) uh and that's a that's that's where you could be tempted you know more more tempted to maybe fall into Old habits, mm-hmm. or to let your eyes wander, or let your mind wander, and to just to flat out lust to mm-hmm. sin in that way, uh, or you know on the on another another angle um, for sin would be uh, maybe in you reacting to this new mm-hmm. situation. In an example of this is maybe losing your temper, saying things right. out of anger or frustration yeah. um, or impatience. Oh toward your spouse or toward your other kids or toward in-laws or toward your, your own extended family uh, and you just sin in ways where, in how you behave toward others uh, we can also sin in ways where we don't trust God or live. we walk by faith right
1: you walk in fear
0: yeah I love that you're you can you walk just in fear. caring for our baby <laughs> on the podcast here we go I love you so much you're awesome and so and there, there might be other risks but I think those are some of the, the big ones yeah. now in the middle of this And I think it's important to ask ourselves this question. Now, we live in a a day and age when um, this question is grating on us. But we Mm -hmm. have a standard. We have a God who has given us his word. He's given us his law. And you know what? You read in the scripture, you realize his law is good.
1: He's given us himself.
0: (laughs) His law itself is is, is a form of grace. His revelation is a form of grace. So we need to ask ourselves in these moments, what is required of me? Mm It's not just how can I weather the storm, but what is God requiring of us? Right.
1: Well, and why? Because and why? he's yeah. not just requiring us to empty out, right, to just for what reason, to what end, you know? Yeah. So what? Why would, what is he requiring of us and why?
0: So I want to start with these two premises that I think we can all agree on. We want to talk to some scripture really quickly, but here they are. What is, re- what is required of us? Well, these two premises help us identify that. Uh, one, marriage is good. Marriage is good, it's worth protecting, it's worth working toward. it's worth trying to flourish in it, unto the glory of God and the good of us. All right. The second premise is kids are a blessing. Mm-hmm. So if marriage is good and kids are a blessing, then we need to work through how to merge these two good things together in a way that's not going to detract from the, right. the blessings that they are. And so some verses to consider. Genesis 2.18, and the Lord God said, it is not good that the man should be alone, and I will make him a helper fit for him. So it follows the logic. As the logic goes, it's not good for the man to be alone. Therefore, it is good for the man to have a wife. Marriage is good. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is backed up in Hebrews 13.4. It says, let marriage be held in honor among all, mm-hmm. and let the marriage bed be undefiled, for God will judge the sexually immoral and, and adulterous. The part I want to highlight there is that let marriage be held in honor it's an honorable thing, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Proverbs 18, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. You mm-hmm. are favor from the Lord to me. You are a good thing mm-hmm. to me. And our marriage is a good thing. And then finally, you, you all know this verse, mm-hmm. uh, but Psalm 127, three, children are a blessing and a gift from the Lord. Amen. So, if after the child arrives, your marriage suffers, it's not the kid's
1: fault. Yeah, your child is no less a gift.
0: Is no your child is no less a gift. The situation is no less no less a blessing. Mm, so good. Um, and here's the caveat: obviously, no one is sitting there thinking, "You know what, kid? It's your fault that I'm really frustrated right now." Like they're not yeah. blaming the child. But
1: you can get resentful towards them. Your heart can grow right. bitter and hard uh, towards the little baby. Um, yeah, or toward, of, you know. Or towards each other. Towards yeah.
0: your wife who now is, if your wife is a new mother, like she's going to be tending to this child. And mm. I remember with our first daughter, I thought, I have to share my wife now <laughs> with this little jabroni? <laughs> 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 i was not happy you know i had to, god had to do some sanctification right i was used to it's having for, for almost a decade i was used to having my wife all to myself
1: well, and i was just having me all to myself <laughs> yeah and so, oh my goodness there's yeah, a lot of selfishness that's get that
0: gets uprooted in those seasons
1: oh, sanctification god's making you more holy mm-hmm. and it's uh, embrace it embrace the discipline embrace Amen. the change because it is a blessing and again there's deeper purpose seeds are being planted growth is happening yeah, sin is breaking and falling off of you. So praise God.
0: So with marriage being good, children being a blessing, I think yeah. the imperative here is we must not. Okay, we must not mishandle the blessings of God. And to do that, I think the one key we have at our disposal is wisdom. All right, we have wisdom. We need to look to God's word. We need to. We need to act wisely. Amen. Um, and to see things accurately. Okay, here's here's kind of the progression of wisdom as I conjured it here at this uh, when I wrote this rundown, is that we need to see things accurately. We need to think clearly, mm-hmm. plan accordingly, and then execute or act diligently. Of yeah. course, all of this is by the grace of God while walking in step with the Spirit.
1: Yeah, and I think it is—it is hard, you know, to think clearly when you're super tired um, and to see things accurately. But part of I think combating that is like what you said is to plan accordingly. Like, no, if it's right. your first kid, you know, you're not going to know what to expect. And you, you we mm-hmm. bought a pack and play because we're like, oh, the kid will sleep in that. Well. Our kid did not sleep one in time. That. I barely slept in a crib. Like <laughs> wanted to be honest, the first couple months, right? And so have grace for yourself. Know that you as clearly as you think you might be seeing something, he might be seeing something more clearly than you. So talk, be gracious, be humble in how yeah. you communicate to one another. And
0: we will talk through how to anticipate and how to how to There's a right way to be able to do that. And we'll do it from the perspective of it maybe being your first child, yeah. cuz I think it applies Across the board from that starting yeah. point, but I want to look at some uh, wisdom verses first because I just want to get these fresh in our minds. The one that came to mind as I was writing this, I thought, "Look to the ant, oh you sluggard, mm. and grow and, and be wise." Look to the ant, and why why does that jump out at me? Because that's proverbs six six, um, because an ant is a tiny creature that somehow she organizes herself in a way so as to amass enough food and shelter and things mm-hmm. so that in a in a time when there is no food, she eats plenty Mm -hmm. that was the takeaway from that i think proverbs 6 right where uh that's brought up there's other verses here so uh and again looking it's funny how wisdom and sluggishness or uh uh, foolishness and folly Mm -hmm. is more associated with lack of diligence whereas wisdom is diligent wisdom works and and folly it kind of rests on its own laurels and so uh proverbs 6 9 says this how long will you lie there O slacker when will you get up from your sleep Mm. um Proverbs ten twenty six, like vinegar to the teeth and smoke to the eyes, so is the slacker to those who send him. Mm-hmm. I like the word slacker in the translations. <laughs> uh, Proverbs 23, 19, listen, my son, and be wise and guide your heart on the right course. Notice how there's a guiding of one's heart mm-hmm. is correlated to that person being wise. Mm-hmm. uh, uh Proverbs twenty six sixteen the slacker is wiser in his own eyes than seven men who answer discreetly, mm. and so there's a lot, a lot more that can be said around this. But the whole point is we, we need to seek wisdom, and act wisely, think wisely, think clearly, plan wisely, act wisely. Mm-hmm. And so, now how can we do that? So that of course is going to take some prayer and some 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 work on your own end, meaning I think, that you got to be in God's word.
1: Yeah, being in God's word and having brothers and sisters that have walked the path ahead of you that can help you know say hey these might be some of the pitfalls around you and so prepare yourself and let's get a plan in place so we can yeah. help you as your community as your you know whatever they might be um in the body of christ to you so
0: yeah and remember we're trying to how do we how do we bring a new child into our marriage into mm-hmm. our family without letting it eviscerate our connection right. as, as husband and wife that's right. the goal here and so Acting wisely, the first thing we already touched on it, but is to anticipate. Okay, so this is us helping you anticipate. If you've never had a kid, hello, anticipate. Think about this in advance because it is going to change some things. Now, it is by and large, one hundred percent a blessing, and yeah. we would never take anything back. So, mm-hmm. we're not trying to rain on your parade or tell you like, "Well, you're really in for it." No, like parenting is awesome. We love doing it. Kids are awesome. I wish we would have done it sooner, but I wouldn't want different kids. So, God is sovereign. God is sovereign. And he he's brought us along the way, Mm -hmm. Uh, but anticipate. Okay, so how you anticipate will obviously depend on your experience. You know, like for this one, we were kind of like number four. Like we we'll figure it out. We know it's going to be a little different, but we also know like we'll figure it out. We'll settle into something new,
1: right? And we talked about you know a few things beforehand. Um, So. Again, yeah, knowing that you will settle into some sort of rhythm, um, but what that rhythm is, if it's your first child, mm-hmm. may look different than what you expect, mm-hmm. and that's okay. And you need to just grow into it, allow grace for yourself, uh, have mm-hmm. people that, you, that will come alongside you as well and encourage you in yeah.
0: that. So we're gonna assume that you, this is your first kid, And you're headed home. You just got discharged from the hospital. You're driving home, like maybe like us, where we drove back roads the entire way (laughs) with our first daughter.
1: (laughs) He did. I was just in the back seat. Like I
0: could have taken the freeway. I could have taken the highway. I took the back roads, the side streets the entire way. Um, So this is if that's you. Here's some things to anticipate: newness Mm -hmm. and uncertainty. You're just you're gonna have to figure stuff out. There's no way around it. Yeah. No one knows what it's truly like until you're home and you're settled (laughs) and you've had some time to figure things out. Mm Now, Lord willing, you have a safe, warm, dry place to do that, where you can be together working that out. We had our little apartment down in California mm-hmm. when we when we used to live down there, um, and I just remember being there and like we didn't we were just in our jammies the entire time, and we we're just like, okay, I guess she I guess she's hungry. Let's try let's let's give her some food, like or do we give her? You know, she's like three days old. I'm like, do we get when do we give her the puree? Like, is she right? <laughs> and like you're trying to figure out like pumping and all and that kind of stuff and, and nursing, stuff, yeah. Um, so just know that it's going to be new, and that's that's okay. And just be ready for the uncertainty. Now, for, I'm okay kind of flying by the seat of my pants. I think you're okay doing that too most of yeah, the time. Yeah, a
1: general rule too just for mom, new moms is don't get on social media at like 2 or 12 in the morning, 2 a.m., because <laughs> yeah. nothing good will come from that, and you'll be asking questions you shouldn't be asking and things you shouldn't be looking at and searching for. I'm just saying about well, like, okay, newness of motherhood. Like, the, yeah. Don't be in that very tired mindset looking at these things just –
0: and we've talked about that on ad nauseum on the parenting side this idea like mothers are can be such a uh, a vicious crowd yeah moms to moms
1: yeah like they have such strong
0: opinions about things like things like how your kid should sleep what your kid should eat because of their own
1: experience right right
0: because you know they're doing the compassionate thing by telling you that co-sleeping is going to kill your child Um, (laughs) sorry selena can't defend uh, the nuanced view of what i just said so i'm going to keep it (laughs) um but so that that kind of speaks most to most
1: countries do <laughs> sleep co sleep with their kids. We have, yeah. that has been something that we we struggled and with that because you, with you shame always felt in that area. ashamed
0: because yeah. we we've taken a very open approach to how our kids sleep. Like whatever lets people sleep the most, that's what we're going to do.
1: Which is something I as learned as long as it's safe <laughs> on as long the as, internet.
0: <laughs> as long, yeah, but the we're trouble is is that, that if anybody. you go down a certain rabbit hole, you're going f- to you're going to feel pressures to parent a certain way or using certain solutions, certain devices, and that's going to add feelings to the mix that maybe would not have been interjected they're not productive.
1: otherwise. Yeah, they're not helpful. They're just added pressure. So know yourself, know your kids, um, and know your um your own I guess thresholds, boundaries, capabilities.
0: Well I was gonna say know God's truth because I feel like <laughs> that first if you of know the truth in terms of So like we don't have anything in Again, fierce, this is the Fierce family's uh, channel here. Hey, sunny girl. Now unfortunately And maybe this is this is a good thing. God gave us His complete word, so He saw fit to not give us prescriptions for how to sleep and help our kids sleep, right? And He didn't give us prescriptions for how to, you know, how many drops of essential oil to put in the thing, or or what what kind of diapers to use, the disposable or the non-disposable, or the.
1: Can you imagine being an Israelite in the desert with?
0: So you got to talk real loud I'm
1: can sorry. you imagine being an Israelite <laughs> in the desert with like the 12 children yeah. right Yeah, babies, and these were
0: little... ruddy they were hardy women right yes.
1: <laughs> and the babies just in sackcloth or whatever they and so had. you kind of got to
0: take don't take yourself so seriously mm-hmm. with those things and, and learn to replace lies with truth and the lie could be you're you're a bad mom or you're a bad mm. dad And say, you know what, God has not given me this child for me to fail with this child. He's called me to disciple this child. He's called me to care for this child. And he's also promised to provide for me and this child.
1: Yeah, I would say write some of these things down beforehand, these promises of God. And know his truth and have that posted for you. Because I think just leading up to the unknown and the unexpected, those truths are very anchoring. And they become even more true for you as you walk through some of the the hazards and fussiness of, you
0: know, babies. We don't know anything about fussiness. No, she's actually doing great. Never mind. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so anticipate these things. Again, if you can do these before your child arrives, this is what anticipation means. You're going to experience newness. There's going to be pressures that uh, maybe you didn't anticipate. Well, try to anticipate that the pressures at least will be there.
1: And you won't know what they are.
0: Just know that the pressures are out there and they're going to hit and, and then try to diffuse those bombs before they go off. Uh, hormones. Okay.
1: They're not real. No just one, kidding. They're no totally one told real. us
0: about the hormone thing and what? the hormone the
1: crash. Hormones.
0: <laughs> the, the hormones. <laughs> the hormones. The crash that you experience as a, as a mother and what that does for your emotions yes. and, and your even ability to think rationally. And I'm not trying to dismiss what you were about.
1: How saying. dare you? <laughs> no, there's yeah. definitely a real... Part to that, and I've honestly had to remind him and remind myself, "Hey, I don't know if this, these are emotions or hormones or what, but this is what I'm feeling, and I don't. I need you to help me filter through this. Is this an accurate perspective mm. of what is happening around me, or is this just literally in my head? Good. Like, he's a very good help with that.
0: But the thing is, is if if you're not dialoguing in that process, then the husband can come off as hyper rational and and uh, you know uncaring." uncaring. <laughs> and but if the wife on the on the on the other hand is not willing to listen to truth and grab onto the truth yeah. over a, a very prominent emotion yeah then what where are they left right. well, so there has be. to be this this joint discussion of uh what is truth let's yeah. grab onto the truth yeah. and let's try and right. I'm gonna sit with you in this emotion i'm sorry that you're feeling this way thank well, god that we have I'm the gonna,
1: truth and i'm gonna help lead you out of this yeah. emotion as well uh, lovingly not ignoring you not no. dismissing you not shaming you or making you feel guilty yeah. but say hey here's God's truth how can we apply it yeah. right here and now
0: another thing to anticipate a sexual tension um, it's real and if you and if you came into mm-hmm. having the baby and you had a fairly se- he- healthy sex life um, and a frequency that was working for you and then all of a sudden all that's going to be blown out of the water and so it's going to be gone So, and, and for six months th- we, six months so, <laughs> thank God it's not six months <laughs> for six weeks (laughs) that would be just a nightmare amen no the lord would have to sanctify no
1: i will have to say i mean i just speak for the woman like you're just you do feel so connected you can in your pregnancy and you know they also have hormones that are like you know that make you want to have more sex when you're pregnant and it's good but then when that goes away and you're, you' you're, you're not connecting as much as you were yeah. before I mean for me that's been kind of a struggle for us I, I I miss being close I miss that connectedness that intimacy and there was just this trust and hope and it just it, it facilitates so much security in your marriage and unity um, and so I think that when that is just taken away, for a time period it can really create a lot of just tensions in other areas of Hmm. insecurities you're starting to question things you're you're feeling hurt and reasons you you, are unbeknownst to him because you haven't communicated that or you don't even know how to communicate that so just again be careful be gentle with each other and be gracious towards each other
0: so what do you do about that? Well, we'll talk about how to plan around sexual tensions, but just in- anticipate that that's mm-hmm. going to come um, and you're going to have to deal with that. Another one, we'll get through these quickly, is chaos. Okay, Having a new baby at home can be very chaotic, especially if the baby's colicky, if the baby's crying, you don't know mm-hmm. how to how to help stop the crying. <laughs> I remember when we brought our firstborn home, we had a little Jack Russell. We still have him. Um, he's much older now, uh, but he could not handle the baby crying. Yeah. Like He would whine and he was frantic and it was like the most... Um, disruptive thing in his little mind and then he became erratic and we just had to put him in the closet in a kennel and like so he couldn't hear the baby and even then he would whine and howl and I almost lost my mind <laughs> and uh, and so but we had to mitigate that chaos
1: and I'm crying saying we're gonna have to get rid of the dog and we have a baby and we've had this dog for 10 years and I love him
0: this was the hormone crash I was <laughs> <on> telling <email. laughs>
1: about. he's still with us we survived. there's gonna I be some stressful him. moments I
0: tolerate Bentley and um,
1: our children love him so.
0: uh, okay whatever our third child loves him <laughs> um, speaking of other kids they can add to the chaos. They can also act out in some ways if they, they feel like they they're will. being they're being dethroned.
1: Not can. They will act out. <laughs> there is yep. transition time. And so
0: as a couple, now we talk about it on the parenting side, but as, as a couple, how do you handle the kids acting out? Well, you present yeah. a unified front. You say, how are we going to disciple our kids through this? We can't just be reactive all the time. Right. Let's have a plan. Let's well, figure out we, how we're going to talk to we them. We just
1: read in Titus, no, not Titus, Timothy uh, this morning about how you know, uh, leaders in the church are one wife, and they are—they are, they are um, in control of their household and mm-hmm. their children. And so, not that you should be an elder in the church, but just as a man of God stepping into that and dictating and ruling over your children, so that there is—I've had to lean on him so much for our day-to-day parenting over the last couple of weeks, just because mm. I can't always be in the moment that needs where discipline and discipleship and training yeah. needs to happen because yeah. baby's screaming, there's a poopy diaper, something's happening. <sighs> Yeah. So thank goodness he's been able to be around. Yeah. Um, you know, plan for that with, and men, that is just one way you bless your wives, uh, being just stepping up and taking control. So, I don't know, I just yeah. wanted that to be encouragement, not a. That's good. Honest, like, so we're
0: anticipating all these things now. All this anticipation is n- worthless, I'll say, if we don't actually turn it into a a, a battle plan, mm. or a, an action plan. If you want to, if you're feeling less combative. <laughs> uh, so how do we plan out of here? And so, here's what I'm going to say: if 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 you've you've not had the child yet, Mm -hmm. um, you you have a great opportunity to talk about it beforehand. Mm -hmm. If you have recently had the child and you haven't talked about it, then you can go ahead and make a plan now. It's gonna take a little bit of extra effort if you've got a baby in the mix. But we need to talk, talk, talk about these things. So many times couples assume like we should just kind of, they're feeling all these things, they're not actually talking through how to anticipate, how to to tackle these various problems together. Um, And we have to create a plan. So talk beforehand. Now, what does the plan actually, Include. I'm gonna give you a whole laundry list of things here. Okay, the first one, how are you gonna communicate? Number one, in your plan. What's our communication gonna look like? In other words, how are we gonna prioritize talking? What? When are we gonna do it? Where are we gonna talk? How often are we gonna talk? How long are we expecting yeah. to converse?
1: Are there some key questions that we need to have mm-hmm. every time that we talk? Like,
0: Yeah, what will we talk about? Yeah. Um, how can I check in with you, wife, has, as your husband? How can I? Yeah ask you questions that will will connect us faster. Like I don't need to continually be searching, like help me, help Help. you. (laughs) Um, First one, so that's communication. How are you gonna communicate? The second one is logistics. So again, you anticipated all these chaos, all these things. Logistically, how will your lives change? Who will take care of blank, right? So life stuff, I've taken it upon myself to cook a lot of the dinners and to do the dishes mostly is also a rock star, and she'll pick up the slack. I had a Bible study one night, and you you you, you did the dishes. Surprisingly, I told you, you didn't have to do them, but you did them anyway because you're awesome. <laughs> so who's gonna take care? Of, like, and that's maybe some simple stuff, but um, it I,
1: all adds up after a while. If you're
0: sorry, you got to talk. It one. all adds up after a <laughs> while,
1: so it's good to divvy yeah. these things up and understand and have grace for each other. If yeah. time just gets away from you, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. Need help? I can help you sit, sit closer if you want you're good
1: (laughs) we're trying to sit closer
0: (laughs) adam you can keep all this stuff Uh, so logistics (laughs) okay so how will you handle things like diapers okay baths this might seem simple like we'll figure it out as we go but let's why, why not talk about it uh sleeping arrangements we mentioned that a little bit how are you gonna handle the nights when who's gonna be up with the baby when the baby needs to be fed right selena has nursed all of our children and that's kind of just decided it for us. But what what this, what has changed is now I'm in charge of all the other kids because we still have young kids. Mm-hmm. They still love getting out of bed. Last night, in fact, we ended up with two kids. I, I was flanked on both sides <laughs> by a six-year-old and a three-year-old. And I didn't even know they were there until I, I thought the three-year-old was a six-year-old. Anyway, I was really confused. But it, it's kind of just my job to make sure that they don't, wake because you were there that they don't wake this one up they don't wake mom <laughs> up and so i'll do a lot of shuffling and taking back to beds and i still wake up. It's, I fine it's kind of it's, fine. it's life you have a lot of grace in these moments yes. um and keep in mind you can't plan for it all so you kind of have to uh leave room it, to yeah. roll with it yeah um we're running out of time going to get through the rest of these uh another thing to consider is what's your work situation gonna look like now not everybody gets maternity and paternity leave mm-hmm. now you have to have that conversation how are, how are you going to prioritize your family while also not forsaking the provision of your family now yeah. men like we we are called to provide for our families now if you can take some time off be with your young baby be with your your bride as she's adjusting to this if you can't take that time off then i would just encourage you to talk through you know in other ways that you can fill in the gaps so she feels like she, she feels like you're not just running off to work cuz it's like an escape for you right, right? family yep. That you're not running from your family, instead you're you're providing. You're running to provide for Mm -hmm. your family. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Here's the big one: uh, What can your plan include? Sex. Okay, we mentioned this earlier, but intercourse isn't usually. I mean, not. I mean, it's doctors are going to tell you to wait to have intercourse for six weeks, right? Unless, and it could be longer if there's if it's a more violent (laughs) delivery. Is that the right word? I think all deliveries are violent on some level, to be honest, it's crazy, but God is gracious in it. Uh, and it's beautiful too, okay. <laughs> so how will you handle this elephant in the room, sex and sexual desire? Men, how will you guard your integrity in your mind? How, how will you guard the integrity of your actions, uh, the things that you put your eyes on? How will you guard yourself? Mm how will how you guard yourself by talking to your wife about these things and processing with her another question for the men is how is this an opportunity for you to be self sacrificial and serve your wife and not not let this become a, a point of bitterness hmm. as you know and, and yeah you can say well, of course I'm not going to expect anything from my wife and and I don't think any good husband would but you can still somehow that can turn into a root of of anger or bitterness or resentment
1: shortness (laughs) and
0: and now i feel disconnected because i'm not connecting in a way that really speaks to my heart Mm -hmm. or whatever um and for the women do you want to i don't want to say these ones (laughs) do you want to say
1: these? sure wives how can we be available to our husbands you know if if the actual physical act is not something that we can do um i said i think on the parenting side a couple of words would be uh plan ahead be creative and talk like talk 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 um are there things that you you feel okay about that you want to do with your husband that don't involve, you know, the areas of where you've delivered a child? Of course, yeah. Some women it takes longer than others to kind of. Again, you've got hormones and everything, but what is you know what is God's truth? How can I stand on that? How can we stay unified in this area and stay close in this area? So, talk. There are other ways again to be creative and to plan ahead, um, but also you, you need to. Understand that, I don't know how you say this graciously, but I miss being with him and I maybe you don't feel that, but I I pray that you would feel that. Um, I know with our first couple kids, it was like, ah, kind of a break, right, from that duty. But as I've grown older, I would say that, and this is maybe just a personal lesson, um, that intimacy and that time together, it's just irreplaceable and our, our love for one another has just grown so much and so if hmm. i want to get back to that i miss being with him i miss the closeness i miss the unity i miss the the just spiritual defense that i think it sex provides in a marriage um and so again it's are good. there ways that i can give to my husband because i want to because I, I love him and i miss him not out of duty and uh gosh i guess i just have to take care of him you know it's it's, it's just not that
0: yeah um,
1: and if it is, I've been there and there are those struggles and there still are days where there's those struggles, but I just, you know, Lord help me to desire my husband uh, in the right way. So I just wear extra
0: tight pants when I'm doing the dishes. Does. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I I want to say a quick caveat. Um, it Husbands, it's your integrity is, all, is on you, okay? So if your wife mm-hmm. is not inv- available to you and, and she's working through the emotional side and maybe you haven't figured out the other ways, to find sexual release, um, or you've not gotten there yet, you know, emotionally, or she's not got, like, your integrity's on you, and what I mean by that is, it's not her fault if you stumble and and look at porn, and that's what I want to. That's the point I want to make. It's not on her. Uh, now it's on you to to talk to her through that and say, I'm feeling tempted. I know that this is something that we're working through together. And I don't wanna put heavy expectations and guilt on you, but I need you to know as my wife that I'm really struggling with temptation right now. Like that's what an emotionally mature, spiritually mature man will do, is they will go to their bride who is his helper and and say, I need your help in this area. I know that maybe it's not the help that I I, I really need or really want, but there's other ways that that maybe Mm -hmm. I, I can ask you for help without heaping shame or guilt or expectation. Um, is that is that fair to say um, now in on those veins uh, this is something that we this was unique for this pregnancy um, I'll just say this and I, I'll stand by this statement I think pregnant sex is some of the best sex you're gonna have that, that's that been our experience right um, I don't know what it is but there, there's just something about it that is just incredible and I remember when and we're being very transparent here this is I guess that's us we're, I remember in the in the months leading up to delivery and you said to me you said remind me like Remind me of this is what you said. Cause I know that there's going to be that hormone change mm. and I don't,
1: I don't know what it's going to feel yeah. like or look like,
0: but remind me that how good it can be and how, how, how good it is to connect together. And so as a husband I, and now we're three weeks, right. Three, three weeks in after the baby came. Um, and so I'm like in like week one, I'm like, should I remind her now? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: uh, and so I had to kind of work through that, and and I think cool. um, I, I think the key is and, and whatever that looks like for you, the key is just to just to be really transparent with one another and be and have the emotional maturity to recognize kind of the the storm on the horizon and and call it out for what it is and talk about it Mm. and so i think this is the encouragement for you um there um and then again back to the sexual logistics thing just yeah be creative and have fun try not to take it too seriously Mm -hmm. um and just know that there is a very real physiological thing um to it that just kind of needs to be addressed uh the last one
1: and you can connect through it women like i okay there's ways to connect even if you aren't able to climax or experience you know the being one (laughs) and unified uh there's definitely ways you can feel close to each other yeah Uh, again be creative
0: (laughs) well said i appreciate you saying that um the final one here in terms of how to plan um is community all right so how will you lean into your community to help uh make Logistical ends meet
1: with bringing a baby home. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. In terms transition of transition from sex to community. Sorry, <laughs> you know,
0: they're with, they're tracking. Uh, yeah, so with bringing the baby home, in, ter- in terms of food, you know, anticipate that chaos. Okay, how can you leverage and, and not leverage? It sounds like you're taking advantage, but how can you really lean into your friends and family in terms of the the logistical needs that you have as a family? Yeah. Um, And if you have just the one, then it's going to be more probably around meals, around, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, things like that. I don't know.
1: Giving mom a a chance to shower or rest, you know, coming and holding the baby or coming over, doing dishes. I remember going to a friend's house. We brought donuts. They had other kids. And she did her dishes. She's like, you don't have to do that. I was like, well, I'm going to do that. So. (laughs) (laughs) And
0: some have done that for us. Yes. Uh, When we came from the hospital, like our fridge had been cleaned. (laughs) (laughs) which I don't know how many years it's been. (laughs)
1: Okay, I lived here for two, so. (laughs) It's
0: been two years. (laughs) No, it's just like the the top shelf, you know, it gets all the stuff on it. Somebody had cleaned the top shelf in the fridge. It's probably Desiree. Uh, Thank you, friend, Um, which is awesome. So how how can you really uh, lean into your community, into your family and around those logistical needs? Okay, and here's the final encouragement. So we've anticipated, we've created a plan Mm -hmm. for staying connected after having a baby. And now the final encouragement is this. Execute the plan. Stick to the plan. Uh revisit the plan as needed. But don't deviate by default. Cause what, a lot of times we can have these grand ideas in our mind that we're gonna do this, that, or the other. And then when it actually the rubber meets the road, we can be tired, lazy, distracted, busy. Um we can just be spend too much time on our phones and really we could be connecting and talking about this sort of thing, but instead it's easier to scroll through whatever app we're we're on. Um we have prior uh we, we all that can lead us to forsake the commitments that we've made to one another in the plan. And so this is the encouragement is just, be wise in your execution. Like it's not wise to know the right thing to do and still to do the wrong thing. That's that's part and parcel with just foolishness mm. writ large. Like That is foolishness. So anticipate your needs, make the plan, be wise enough to stick to the plan, and then be wise enough to adjust the plan if it's not working. Yeah. And I think you can reserve the right to adjust the plan at any point. And here's the caveat always just talk through it talk 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 execute faithfully with wisdom so here's a conversation challenge for you if this episode applies to you meaning that if you're headed into a new season of having a new child uh your challenge is to make a plan as soon as you can make the plan and then uh and talk through that and honestly friends it's not just a it's not a survival thing This is a time for you as a couple to become more unified, to be more of the two as one Mm -hmm. picture, to be more as the the dim reflection of Christ loving the church and and the church glorifying Christ and that that beautiful picture of the gospel in marriage. How can you serve and love one another selflessly in the middle of um, what I I just love the picture that it is to watch, as a husband I get to watch my wife, literally your body is broken, Mm -hmm. to bring forth life, and and the picture that that is of the gospel and how you love and give of yourself selflessly Mm -hmm. to our child and then participate in how i can love you selflessly as you do the same to our child and you by somehow you love me as well and so i it's such an opportunity you guys to just experience the wonderful grace of god uh, and the wonderful love of god in christ and so uh we're inviting you into that it's not an obligation said, it's an invitation And, and in that vein If you don't know the love of God in Christ, if you're not a Christian, if you haven't placed your faith in him, um, and what I mean by that is we are all sinners. We have all done things that offend God because he is holy, he is perfect, and he is completely just in his wrath toward sinners. Mm -hmm. It's hard for us to wrap our heads around. He is love, but he's also just, right? And he's holy, and we have transgressed his holiness. We've sinned against him. And we are not in good standing with God until we place our faith in Christ, who was a perfect Mm -hmm. God-man who lived the perfect life and died the death that we should have died. He didn't stay dead. He rose again. And that's the gospel. So if if you want to know what it means to become a Christian, we have a website set up for you. It's thenewsisgood.com. It lays it out basically there and gives you some steps um, down that path. Want to pray? Okay. Lord God, I thank you for the gift of children. Thank you that we get to um, have four daughters, these uh, lovely um, blessings that they are. Lord, I thank you that... Um, That you're gracious as we figure this stuff out, and I pray that you would use our uh, meager efforts, our um, what we've learned from your word, that you'd use us to help the couples who are maybe headed into this season um, or in the season right now. I pray that you'd help them to act wisely, to act faithfully, diligently, to communicate well and clearly, help them love one another selflessly, help them pursue you in the middle of it all, and Lord, I pray that they get to the other side of maybe the the toughest season the toughest parts of the season and then get to the other side not having drifted away from each other not having fallen apart as a marriage but instead by it drawing near to one another and growing stronger as a couple lord we ask that you you would do all these things in your precious name amen amen all right friends thank you so much for joining us um this has been a joy it's good to be back in the saddle with that said we'll see you again in about seven days this episode i, I messed it up i haven't done it in a while This episode of Fierce Marriages. In the can. See you again in about seven days. Till next time.
1: Stay fierce.
0: Ooh, strong one.